Hey, Coach V here, and welcome to the Own Your Path podcast. Here's where I share tools and techniques to help you stay in the driver's seat of your life and career goals. I truly believe if we take a moment to focus on what we can do, there's nothing we can't do. So let's get started. Today's topic is poignant for the middle of this year, and that's about performance reviews. Now, I'm going to talk about it from two perspectives, one from the one that has to administer the review and the employee that has to uh, sit through the meeting, I guess is what we can say. I firmly believe that reviews are necessary to kind of help limit any ambiguity or uncertainty on where you stand in your overall performance. But this time of year, sometimes it feels very robotic, very static. It's just someone checking off a block. If we can change this for it to actually have some useful and valuable information in it, imagine what strategic things we can set in for our career pathing. So I'm gonna start with from the employee perspective of a performance review. We, you know, take a deep breath and we, you know, wait to have to fill in this six month review. How am I doing in regards to my goals? Well, it all depends on how you set those goals. Organizations at this point are hiring people based on their potential of growth within the organization or the company. You were hired, uh, hopefully in a productive type of environment with potential of where you could go, not necessarily for the job that you signed up to do. And I'm going to add, even if you feel that's not the case, don't limit yourself to think that that can't be the possibility. So the mid-year review is to say, here's the expectations, here's the goals of this position and how you're performing in them overall. It's a written documentation of basically the past. It's a summary of things that should have already occurred, good, bad, or indifferent. So in a perfect world, there shouldn't really be any surprises in a mid-year review, let alone an annual. So it's a blank slate that you started with that you have the opportunity to influence from a leadership perspective as well as an employee perspective on what the content says. So as the leader, you have worked with the employee and you also understand what the goals and expectations are in your position and role. Regardless of how you think about them, those are the facts and those are the things that you need to write to. Um, Nowadays, most companies have the employee fill in their information of what they feel they have done for the first part of any year or first six months of being in any position. The goal for you is to make sure that there are no surprises because No one likes a meeting with an uh, an employee where they know it's going to be surprises. If you have recorded documentation of when you addressed a situation or talked about a situation in the past, that's going to help alleviate anything being a surprise because honestly, it shouldn't be. You should be able to refer to, remember our discussion here, here's the emails that we were talking about, here's the things that you said you would put in place that we haven't seen yet and as we discussed in our last one-on-one. 
So if you have that employee that is being challenging or being um, not meeting expectations, you should have already had a record of you meeting with them, working with HR, getting them training, those type of things so that that mid-year review is a validation of the efforts that have been put in and a call to action versus a tennis match. And I wish in my crystal ball that I could avoid you having a tennis match, even though you've done all those things. But the difference is you having documentation to support that you've done all those things versus he said versus she said or she said versus she said. So to set yourself up as a leader, those conversations should have been happening uh, reporting in on those in the first half of the year on where those results are, giving those accolades, giving those challenges to their performance should have been occurring. And if not, the mid-year review is not a place for you to call them out. The mid-year review is a place for you to say, here's what was done and here's what I'm challenging you to do for the balance of the year for your overall performance. You can call out the things that are going well and what needs to be done a little bit more or they have an opportunity to do. But if you don't have a record of addressing that prior to that meeting, it is not fair to that employee for that to be documented in their statement. It doesn't mean you don't get to address it. Let me be crystal clear on that. But how you address it is the challenge and the opportunity as you being their boss as a guider, um, as well as them being prepared for what this position and the potential of their growth in the organization holds. So how do you do that? So let's say uh, you have an employee, they came in, they're always late, you understood it might be other issues outside of that. They have trouble you know, using technology or they um, have seen as bringing negativity to a team. You thought it might you know, work itself out, it wasn't a big issue, but now in the review, your boss wants to see that it's documented or you um, want to say, okay, enough is enough and we need to see improvement. Um, if you don't have something that you can go back to to say that you've addressed this specifically and put an action in place like basically if you haven't had any one-on-ones with them or any email saying um, let's talk about you know a different approach or let's talk about you know what the challenges that you're having coming in late though I understand this is something that we need to address to make sure it gets improved upon as we continue through the year so again if you don't have that documentation you can't put that in, in my opinion, but you can address it for future. You can say going forward, I want to see that you are improving, you know, your ability to come to work on time or you're improving, um, giving input at meetings and speaking up and those type of things um, as a future goal, not necessarily of something that we're going to um, call out because you can't if you if you didn't address it as well as you thought you should. So that's one way to address it. It doesn't mean that you cannot, and I don't think it's healthy or effective for you not to address anything that can make someone better in their job and in their in their role. Um, from the overall view, you want to represent your team authentically and you want to challenge them to be excited about their potential but you need to level set them at this point on where they stand as far as their ratings um, if these things don't come into place so for you know to continue with the person who's late 
and maybe we didn't address it because we understood we can put in there let's make a goal of trying to put in you know um you know or you presenting an idea of how we can improve you being on time because this can negatively impact your overall performance if we don't see an improve in the future so again i'm not necessarily going to put myself on across the K, I should have addressed this and I didn't, though that might be the case. And again, in the mid-year review, is not a place to do that. Just get excited about the potential that you can move forward. From an employee perspective, this is really a time for you to evaluate where your strengths are and make sure that they're highlighted. If you have been having those conversations, if you have emails that validate um, your contribution, um, you know, your performance, make sure that is being called out and documented in your reviews so that when someone's looking at that overall picture, it screams and validates the things that you know you have been able to provide. You filling out your mid-year review is exactly your opportunity to support that. On the same token, if you know you haven't been doing that, it doesn't mean that this should be a negative review of how you should be better. If you're that employee that we've been using in the example that has been late, but it's due to car issues or family or um, you know any other challenge, your goal could be um, talking about some of those things that you've still been able to do, any extra effort that you've put in other areas that the, the company has benefited or grown from. You've been able to exceed quality expectations. You've been able to um, inspire the team and, you know, uh, give insight to ideas or concepts that could possibly be more efficient approach. Those are the things where you're showing the full picture of who you are. If you don't have those things, that's your challenge. If this is the role for you, um, if this is something that you have bought into, and if you bought into it just because you need the paycheck, that's a buy-in. That's a perspective. If you want that, you need to continue to make sure that you're contributing in a positive manner um, so you can grow and continue to get paid and continue to be employed. Um, it is your choice on how you show up, but your accountability will be based on the performance that you do. So this mid-year review should validate the things you've accomplished or the things that have been discussed with a positive action plan to the next step. So if your situation is that you've had those accommodations for the lateness, not necessarily focusing on the negative, you know, though you could you could write like though I've had some challenges with my start time due to personal matters, I'm excited that I've been able to engage and do these things and contribute in this way. And I look forward to really challenging myself to be able to elevate to the full potential that this position has. Those are some of the things where from both perspectives, let that paper read for you. Because remember, that paper is what the organization reads about you. So as you look to go into the company, what does the written documentation say? It's the same thing for when you went out of high school into college and from college into your resume. The paper needs to speak on who you are because everyone doesn't know you. They're going to pull up that review. They're going to pull up that performance. They're going to get the insight from their leader to understand who you are to see how you fit in their organization and for growth. It is up to you to dictate what that should say and how it should read. Write it as though it is your company. It is your position. Who's that person that should be there to help this business elevate to its full potential. If you are not feeling that, 
then write it to who to elevate so that you are getting the full value of what you're getting paid for and can be the one that's rated high to get the high bonus or the high performance. Um, you know, a lot of money gets left on the table because we show up and just go to the job. If you are rated high performer, you're going to get most of the um, benefit of working for that company. They reward success financially, uh, career growth, all those kind of things. You decide strategically how you want that to be seen. And then you are deciding what that document says for you. But at some point, you have to own your performance and make sure you have the conversations even if your leader doesn't. If your leader isn't having those one-on-ones, you should still make an effort to have those conversations so that they, when they have to recall the performance or your engagement in the organization, they can fall back like they are um, really focused. They, they don't give me any problems. They, they, you know, they challenge the people around them. Those are the things that you own that you can be responsible for elevating, irregardless of the situation you may be in or you'll know if this is the situation you need to get out of. So I wanted to just give a little bit of tidbits to, you know, um, from both perspectives. And now let's make mid-year review of ourselves. You know, think about it um, for your position, for your work-life balance, for, you know, all these activities that are going on that are somewhat routine in organizations and are forced, but you can maximize them to really challenge yourself what you want out of this year and focus and be very selfish on your intention and be strategic in how a piece of paper writes about you or talks about you and is documented in your records. Um, From a leadership perspective, how did you grow your team? What is the ways you challenge them? How engaged are they in so that everyone, even if they're asked for input, knows that you have their best intention in hand? From an employee perspective, are you bringing as much as you can to elevate your team and yourself? Um, If you're just there for a, a paycheck, then challenge yourself on there's a lot more you can get. If you give them your full self, what's the full potential of where you can grow, whether it's with that company or not? But you've already invested. You've already became a part of the team. How about maximize the situation that you're in to receive all the benefits that are due you based on you showing up and giving? The last thing I want to talk about is now what? So what do we do? We assessed ourselves. We kind of looked at it. We looked. We had that conversation with our leadership or preparing to have that conversation What's the point? What can we really benefit from everything that we've talked about? It's really up to you. Now you've taken a moment and invested in assessing where you are. What you do with it is the effectiveness of everything. The past is exactly that, the past. The only way to change what your report will look like, what your um, results will be, how you're feeling is that you have to incorporate something new. What was working well? Continue to do that. What could you do more of better or different? Those might just be general questions, but one or two things might be the key to that success. Taking initiative, um, 
speaking up, having more conversations so that you are more secure on where you stand and the things that you need to work on or getting validation that you're on the right path and it's moving in the right direction. Those are the things that you can do now and make sure that the next time you sit down and do this review, it's a different conversation or it's a validation of the things that you thought were working well that are actually working well. That's the point of taking this time. That's the point of looking at your overall results and using them to help drive your career path to where you want it to go. I hope this information was helpful to you. Uh, You can always reach me at consultwithvah.com or 267-374-6574. Remember, don't be mad at where you're parked if you let someone else drive.